Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 240, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Beautiful, beautiful day. Boy, I tell you what, it's been getting chilly in the morning, but I, I dig it. Like this morning, uh, I was talking to a guy and uh, made myself a fire, sat out here at 7 a.m. and uh, had a great conversation with him, but it was just kind of awesome. Be outside, make a fire. I got a fire going on right now and um, just realizing, you know, when I was in, when we were in Rancho Cucamonga, I loved being there uh, and I loved my front porch, that sanctuary there, but couldn't make fires. So it's kind of nice here to be able to to make a fire, sit outside, enjoy that. I I realize I'm I'm enjoying the whole art of making a fire. It's making me feel very masculine. I'm having to split wood. I'm having to get the fire lit. Like I'm really enjoying that whole adventure of doing that. Uh, I really really do kind of like that kinetic like working with my hands and you know I don't know it's taking me back to when I was a kid you know I grew up in northern Michigan and well I mean my my grandparents lived in more northern Michigan I, I was born in Kalamazoo Michigan which is more southern um, and then I grew up in Ohio basically but we were always in Michigan so I mean I grew up splitting wood and hunting with my grandfather I don't know something about I don't know so, uh, maybe it's my mid-40s or heading into my mid-40s. It's just awakening this thing inside of me that's like, I think I just need to split some wood. So it's actually been pretty life-giving. Uh, so loved, 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 loved being out here, splitting some wood, you know, sitting out here with the kids or, or with Patty and just talking. So at this place, I'm telling you, man, when you find a place where your soul just kind of feels like it's at rest, it's a kind of, it's a really beautiful thing. It's crazy. I feel like I've been spending most of my life trying to figure that out. And what's crazy, and and again, I don't know if this is true of you. It's definitely true of me. But when I was a kid, I'd go play in the woods or I would go, you know, I'd go hunting with my grandfather, fishing or something like that, you know. And it's almost like, and this is crazy, I'm sure there's some psychological stuff in there, but... It's like all these years later, it still ends up being this kind of safe place, this quiet place for me. And uh, so all that to say is go find that spot for you. Uh, I know I bring this up here and there, but I really, really think it's important. This place that I call the front porch, this reason why we and I did the podcast is because it's this sanctuary. It's a place where my soul feels at rest, and I hope you can find yours. Uh, So I I really do hope you're having a a great day wherever you are, whatever time of day that you're listening to this and doing well. Uh, Also, thanks for listening, and thanks for giving. Many of you give on Patreon and many other ways. Really appreciate it, especially as we come into the end of the year. Really, really thankful for that, and for those of you who have bought the devotional. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Really, really appreciate it. And many of you shared the shared this podcast with other people. Love that. I always love hearing like, oh yeah, I had a friend and they said I should check it out. And so that's pretty cool. So thank you so much. All right. Our passage for today. This one, man, oh man, I use this passage a lot, a lot, especially as I'm meeting with people, but I'm finding more and more that it's a passage I keep coming to for myself. So it's this passage in Romans 7.15 where Paul says, For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing 
I hate. I was thinking about Ben, like <clears throat> for uh, Ben loved for a period of time, like red velvet, you know, like, you know, red velvet cupcakes or whatever. And it always made him sick. And kind of this last time we made red velvet pancakes for, I remember we made red velvet pancakes for, uh, for I, we made it for uh, Valentine's Day. And so made red velvet pancakes uh, for Valentine's Day. And Ben had thrown up the time before eating a cupcake. I don't know where it was from. Like apparently in Ranch Cucamonga, everyone loves nothing but cakes or whatever. So they're like bunt cakes. Everyone eats them. They're actually super delicious. Anyway, so, you know, he ate this red velvet bunt cake or whatever. And it, I, I think it made him th- throw up. And so we thought, you know, maybe it's just a one-time thing. Maybe he had something else. And he's like, I don't know if I should. And so we make these pancakes. And sure enough, he eats these pancakes knowing he probably shouldn't. And then has the exact same reaction. I think this is interesting in light of what Paul is trying to get at. You know, he's he's trying to go like, I know I shouldn't. I and I I, I know I I want to do the right thing. I want to make the right decisions. But there's something that's drawing me in, right? Like Ben's like, but it's so good. Like red velvet is so good. I mean, just the just it rolling off the tongue sounds amazing. But once you put it in your mouth, but it doesn't agree with him. And there's something that's happening in Paul where he's feeling this deep, deep tension. And I love this honesty from him. You know, Paul, you look at, he's the apostle Paul. And you look at him and you go, oh my gosh, he's the guy that says, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. But, but in this moment, right, he's getting real honest. He's getting real honest with his sin life. He's getting real honest with his sanctification life. And he's going like, there's a tension in me. Something's happening. Right. And, and he is describing for what so many of us feel day in and day out. He is describing life on the whole, that there's this tension within a lot of us that says, I want to do the right thing. I want to make the right decisions, but I just keep making the wrong one. What is going on? And there's a real problem, right? And the problem is this, is that we don't know or a lot of times even sense that something's wrong. That's the real scary thing. The real scary thing is that we don't, sometimes we don't feel like things are wrong. Right. And so we just move through our day. Right. And in this moment at which we come to and we find ourselves in, when we don't feel bad about sin, we don't feel bad about uh, the actions that we have is a real problem for, I think, not just these people that Paul's talking to, but the, the other part of where you and I find ourselves in day in and day out. Because what what is happening, what is so pervasive in this culture that Paul finds himself in? And what's pervasive in the culture that we find ourselves in is the same thing. Just do what you want. Do what feels good. And so all of a sudden, that becomes the residing truth in our minds. So we think we just justify all our actions to the point where we don't feel bad about it anymore. That's the real problem. The real problem is when you just don't feel bad about doing stuff. And it's almost like we've blinded ourselves from the conviction that the Spirit of God is bringing upon you and me. And our culture is going to tell us, hey, listen, you just be you. You know, your truth. You do what you think is best. And Paul's like, no, something's wrong. There's something that's off 
inside of me, the spirit of God, when I made a decision to follow Jesus, the spirit made me awake to my sinful nature. And it also made me awake to the goodness of God. And what Paul is telling us, which is so important, and I hope you feel this, what Paul is saying is that he feels deep remorse for this reality. He feels deep remorse for the fact that he's, I just keep doing the things I don't want to do. And when I know the truth, I know the, the, the law of grace, the law of his love, and yet he, Paul finds himself abiding into the, the, the law that is not giving his life. It's actually trying to rob it when Jesus has came to set us free. And he's feeling remorse over this reality. It's actually grieving him. You can, as you read through the whole chapter, and I would encourage you to do that, he's like, you can feel the groaning that comes out of that reality, right? Because there's this tension in his soul. And it's almost like he doesn't want to get lazy with it. He's like, no, 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 I need to be awakened to this. You and I need to be awakened to this tension in our soul. And in fact, when we don't feel that, that's danger, 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 which by the way, is what our culture is trying to inebriate us to. No, 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 don't worry about that. You just do what you want to do. Do what feels good. And what Paul is saying to you and to me is that sanctification moves us to face ourselves. But settling doesn't. Settling just goes, eh, it is what it is. No, no, no. Sanctification goes, no, no, no. We, are, we want to move forward and be like Jesus. Jesus says, be perfect as I am perfect. You're like, How am I going to do that? He's like, yes, you need to move through. My spirit is convicting your hearts. It's convicting you of your sin. And if you don't feel it, if you don't feel it, if you haven't slowed down enough to feel it, like Paul's feeling it here, then something's off. Like if it's always somebody else's problem, if you can always point the finger to someone else, something is off, something is wrong. Because sanctification is this inward thing that the Spirit is drawing out in us and saying, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Something's wrong. Something's off. You need to repent and turn, right? That's the language that's going to be going on in our hearts. No, no, I love you. You are not called to live like this, right? You're to live like Jesus. And when you don't, there's something inside of us that you grieve. And that grieve, that, that grief causes us to repent. And a repentance is a turning away from the way we were doing things to move forward in the way of Jesus, the life of Jesus, sanctifying ourselves. Now, we can't do that on our own. That's a, a gift from God. He made us right as a result of his death and his resurrection. But it's living in light of that. And that's what Paul's doing. He's like, I love the Lord so much. I received this good news that Jesus loves me and he died for me and he cares for me and he's made me new. And I want to live like that. I want to live a life like that. And right now, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because I keep just doing these things that I don't want to do. I'm pursuing after these things that aren't leading me closer to this Selah, this Shalom with the Lord. No, no, no. I feel tension. And I want to address it. I want to talk about it. And, I, and he, he's getting real personal. 
you know, to this church in Rome about what his own personal struggles, what he, he's going, look, I'm just like you. I'm just like you. And maybe as you listen to this, I want you to, t- I want you to hear me say, I'm just like you. I'm struggling like you. I hurt like you. I sin like you. Maybe not your specific sin, but I sin. But what I want us to rally around is this. We should be like overwhelmed, like, I, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to live that way. That's why I keep doing this thing. Because I feel like the gift of God's word is going to open our hearts, open our minds to his truth. And when his truth starts setting a seed into our souls, into our hearts, that it will bring forth fruit. That so many people listening to this podcast are in so much tension because they're doing their own thing. And we need to be liberated by the love of Jesus and his truth that we find in his word. Because the spirit is moving in each and every one of us to be like Jesus. And so as we do that, we will learn to continue to confront ourselves. And it's okay to confront yourselves. But what you do next, it matters. Are you just going to go like what the culture says? Like, it's just kind of my thing. Or are you going to confront yourself and go, no, I want to live like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to be content in my sin. I want to be liberated by his love because Jesus paid it all. Like he did it all. We don't get it right. He got it right. But it's in beckoning us to live right. Live in light of his love. Live in light of his grace and his mercy. Confront your sins. I don't want to live this way. That's what Paul's doing. It's like, no, I'm frustrated because I know the right thing to do. I know who Jesus is, and I know what he's calling me to do. I know what the Spirit's convicting me of doing, but I keep going back, like we did that passage in Proverbs, like a dog returning to his vomit. I keep going back to the same sins and looking for a different result, and it's, it's depleting me. It's not liberating me. And here's, here's what Paul is trying to help us communicate. Like soul tension, that tension you feel in our soul, can lead to life rejuvenation instead of just going like whatever that's one way in which people try to do that and in that way they're moving far 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 away from jesus but when we repent when we admit it and we repent then we start finding this life and life to the full that jesus is inviting us into and the spirit is beckoning us into and so the question is this where are you where do you currently feel tension like paul Where do you, like right now, what's that thing that as I've been going through this podcast just keeps popping into your mind? And you're like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that thing anymore. I don't live that way anymore. Repent and be made right before God. Father God, thank you for the example of your, of your, your, your son, Paul, who helps us, teaches us, help us to live in light of what we're learning and what he's teaching us here. We really, truly want to understand what it is to live wholly before you. And so, Spirit, convict us, guide us, and lead us, and be patient with us as we draw near to you. And with that, take a breath, right? And believe that God is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time.